Hi, this is Sarit Switzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your Source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 647 for the 14th of Elul in a regular year. So the past couple of episodes, we've been talking about personality types, how there are different types of people. And we've specifically been focusing on this idea of the contrasting the two soul roots of chassad and gvura, and how some people come from the root of chassad versus some people come from the root of gvura. Chassad, you know, gets a little bit of a better rap than Gvura does. Chassad is the side of kindness, of love, of giving, all of that stuff. Gvura is the side of restraint, of withholding, of um, containment, and all of that, side of exactitude. Uh, but as we've already learned in previous episodes, this side of Gvura should not really get such a bad rap because, in fact, it's not that bad at all. There's a lot of good that comes from Gvura and the, you know, the idea of being precise, being really medoctic, as they say with mitzvahs, you know, being really precise with the mitzvahs is a really good trait. The other thing, which we spoke about yesterday, is the idea of how people are complex. And you can't have um, just a person who is pure chassad or, or pure gvura. We're all made up of both. And while, as we mentioned, both of these traits definitely have their pluses to them, both have uh, have good things about them. Nevertheless, there is something about chassad that is a little bit more special, we can say. In fact, in terms of like spiritually speaking, when we talk about the different midos, the different uh, spiritual attributes of God, um, there's something primordial about chesed. All the other attributes actually emerge out of chesed. We say that God creates the world through chesed. Everything, it's sort of like the starting point that olam chesed yibane, the world was, um, is, is uh, built through chesed. Why did God create the world? Because he desired to do chesed. You know, there is something about chesed that is very essential. And while even when it turns to God in his relationship to us, then God does relate to us in many different ways. Sometimes he relates to us in a chesed way, sometimes in a gvura way and things like that. What we usually strive for, what we daven for, what we ask for is for God to relate to us in a chesed way obviously, right? It's like we want God to give us lots and lots of chesed. So today's episode is actually going to be an interesting one in the sense that it's kind of like the ultra Rebbe striking a deal with God or making an argument towards God regarding chesed. So it's so as mentioned, we want God to relate to us in a way of chesed. And we know that there's this um, there's this principle of midah keneged midah, that when we act in a certain way, then God responds in kind. So if we act in a chesed way, if we are chesed kind of people, then God will respond in this kind way. So the argument that the altar Rebbe is going to make today is that in fact, all of us are chesed people. We, whether we come from chesed, whether we come from vora, essentially 
while, you know, we mentioned this already yesterday, that there's this latent chesed that's found within uh, within even those Gvora kind of people, today the ultra is going to actually make the argument even stronger by saying that, in fact, this level of chesed that's found within every single person, whether it's overt or, or covert, is actually a stronger type of chesed and more powerful type of chesed than the type of chesed that is just there in an overt way in certain people. Because the more overt kind of chesed, as we'll see, is what's known as chesed olam, the chesed of the world. And this is a kind of more contained, limited kind of chesed that has, there's room for there to be opposition to it. There's room for there to be gvora to it. However, the second type of chesed that's really found within all Jews, uh, that's accessible to all Jews, regardless of their uh, their sole root, is what's known as rav chesed, the abundance of chesed. And so the the argument that the altar is going to be making today is that it's not that there's, you know, some chassid kind of Jews and some gvura kind of Jews and those chassid kind of Jews are, they're the ones that are worthy of Hashem's um, kindness and abundant chassid. But in fact, all Jews are chassid Jews. And thus, because of that, then God really he, um, should be bringing this rav chassid, this corresponding, not only a simple kind of chassid, you know, baseline chassid, but in fact, this abundance of chassid, he should be pouring forth towards all Jews. So with that being said, let's get into the text and see how the Alter Rebbe explains all of this. For context, we're going to be concluding Epistle 13 today of Igeris HaKodesh. So the Alter Rebbe begins by bringing us back to the Pasuk, which he had brought up in the very beginning of this epistle, that that was uh, something that David HaMelech said, that he, that how great is your goodness that you uh, hid for those who fear you. So first, the first part of that passage, how great is your goodness, meaning to say how great is your goodness, it has no end. It's It has no measurement. It's really very effusive. And so, whether we're talking about those that which you have hidden away for those who fear you, or those who are or for those who trust in you. So meaning to say, so those who fear you are those people who uh, come from the, the left side, and those who trust in you are the ones that come from the right side. I think those that come from the right side are the ones in which their chasad and their goodness is in a way that is very totally revealed and is very effusive. Um, before the sight of man. So everybody sees it. Everybody, these are the type of people that you look at that whenever people talk about them, they're like, oh, that guy, he's such a good guy. He's so nice. He's so kind. He does so much chasad, that type of thing. And it's not in a way of symptom or concealment at all. Uh, as it's, and, and now the ultra just points out a little side note that is kind of interesting where it's, if you look at the Hebrew where it says echa, instead of echa, which echa, the distinction echa means for those who fear you versus echa is in those who fear you. So when we're talking about the chasad that is found in relation to those people who fear God, the verbiage is very exacting. It doesn't say echa in within those who fear you because it's not within those who fear you it's it's for those who fear you because it's all because anything that it's that is found in a concealed way in the soul teaches the ultra is in a way that it's not actually vested within the body and within the the mind and within the heart but rather it's in a way of makif it's in a way of uh, of surrounding from above like it's in a transcendent way and from there, it shines within the brain and in the heart, 
And in those times when it's needed and it needs to become aroused, the suspect needs to become aroused uh, and then it, and it needs to become aroused within the mind and within the heart in order to come into actuality and physical action, then it becomes aroused. So it's it's there if needed kind of thing. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of like on standby, but it is outside of the soul. It's on in this transcendent way. And now the ultra epic goes back to that pasuk, which he started off with this Marav Tufra Nevet Israel, that how great is this uh, this abundant goodness for the Jewish people that King David is talking about, whether we're talking about it in a concealed way or in a revealed way, it's in a way that is beyond measure. It's in an infinite way in accordance with the soul of the person that's, that's vested within their body. Meaning to say, the point that he's trying to bring home is that whether a Jewish person comes from their soul root is in chesed or whether it comes from gevorah, it doesn't matter really essentially because it's because the chassad that's found within them is infinite and that their ability to give chassad and what their soul wants to do is to give in an infinite way. And so there now the ultra says, and this is the part where I was like, it, it really seems like he's pleading with God is he says, so thus with this recogni- recognition, then you too, God, then you should behave with these people with a way of the, of your great chassad without any limitation, without any measure, which is called rav chassad. Because as we learned about previously, there's this teaching in the Zohar that there's it chesed, it chesed. there's this type of chesed, and then there's that type of chesed. There's the idea of chesed olam, which is the chesed of the world, which is like a more finite kind of chesed that uh, that has its opposite attribute, that has the attribute of din, God forbid. That, it, that has the power to come and restrict and constrict the, his chassad and his goodness. But then there's the higher kind of chassad, which is called the rav chassad. This is the great chassad. And there is no attribute of deen that can come and that can limit it and that can constrict it um, and that can constrict this great chassad from becoming overflow, overflowing in an infinite way. Because it comes from this place of soviv kolami, and it comes from this place of the surrounding of all the world, and tmira kol tmirin, that which is hidden from all the worlds, which is called keter elion, which is called the supernal crown. And this is why we find in Tehillim, chapter 31, verse 21, gomer? And then it goes on and it says, titspenem besuka, so meaning that, uh, that you should hide them from in the concealment of your innermost dimension and conceal them in a sukkah. So this whole idea of that there's this concealment, it's there's an association with Hashem's great chassad, which is concealed because it's coming from such a high place. And so the altar is kind of calling upon Hashem to reveal this very, very high level of chassad here. Now, a little note, my own little uh, na- analysis of this commentary on this, take it for what you want. This is not from the Altarba's own text, but it's something that occurred to me in reading this that I found to be very interesting is that the way that the Altarba describes this higher level of chassad within Hashem is he specifically says that if this level of Hashem, this rav chassad within Hashem that is so high, that is so so uh, so infinite and all of that, it's specifically the level of, uh, of chassad within Hashem that's concealed and that's cr- transcendent. And that's like kind of like in this hover way. So what I find interesting about that is that comes about right about, he explains that right after explaining how those people who are more overtly gvora by nature, who are more overtly these symptom kind of people, these constricted kind of people, they too have chesed, but their chesed is hidden and 
it's transcendent. It's hovering above them. So what to me, the, what translates to me like kind of like the logical conclusion from that is that when you look at these people who are very overtly Hasekai people, like that's great. And we don't want to diminish that. Those people that are very effusive by nature, are very outgoing by nature. But what it seems to be implying, if I'm reading this correctly, and those um, anybody who has any thoughts on this, um, please share them in the comments on YouTube. To me, this seems to be saying that those people who are more gvora by nature in an overt way, their level of chassad that they have, because it's actually concealed, because it's actually transcendent, there's actually something greater about it. Just like for Hashem, when we call out Hashem's chassad, the level of chassad within Hashem that is so great is the level that is concealed within him. So that means to say, basically in very practical terms, that when you think of these people, maybe you yourself are one of those people who is more gvora by nature, who's more of the stickler, meticulous, modest, you know, whatever, not only are you not a chassid person, that your chassid actually might be, if I'm reading this correctly, even greater and even more infinite in a certain sense and even have a greater power to it than a person who is more overtly um, chassid by nature. And we see this sometimes with people, that we see this sometimes with the people who we often think of as like these really quiet, kind of like stickler kind of people, very judgmental maybe or something like that but then they'll really come through in this like really amazing way sometimes where it's like the amount of chassad they give the amount of stuck they give when they're there for somebody in need it's like it, it like overpowers it's way more than anybody else you know so i just thought that was interesting to mention um so yeah so that's just something to think about and now the ultra over here is going to conclude with practical advice for in light of all of this and which again is going to point to giving staka so he says after all of this then from the depths of my soul says the ultra about i'm asking to to arouse this hidden um this hidden good that's found hidden in all of the the hearts of all of our chassidim, of everybody. And it should be not hidden anymore, but it should become revealed and it should become practical in action to fill your hands with God, uh, unto God with a, with a full hand and with a very expansive hand with the trusted bearer of this message. Um, and, uh, and this, and, and this is enough, says the altar bit, for those to understand that which is written in this epistle. And um, I'm not spelling it out, he says, because this isn't necessary. So those who read this should really understand what it is that he's saying and the above will suffice. So perhaps this is the altar is really pointing at what uh, what I mentioned. I don't know, you know, that maybe this whole idea that it's these people who don't feel to be uh, don't feel to have that that overt nature of this giving kind of nature he's kind of saying that like you know reveal that hidden goodness within you because it's there and and it needs to be revealed it needs to uh, be put out there and give staka and he says these are the words of the one who loves you so so he's coming from love and he's seeking your welfare and uh your and your health from the heart and this and soulful longing and then he actually um signs this letter which is very uh interesting because i didn't see this in any of the other epistles that he signs it he, he signs it Schnell Zalman ben the son of my master my father my teacher and my my mentor and my rebbe rav bar the harav rav bar so this is obviously this was like a very very personal epistle that the altar wrote to his chassidim again with the basic message of giving tzedakah and it my understanding is like the power that he gives here in this giving of tzedakah is really coming from a place of a recognition that we all have it within us if you feel like you're not the most generous kind of person by nature the altar is saying on the contrary that you have this 
deep, deep, deep capacity for giving and it's infinite and you should really tap into that and you should manifest it. So that's it for today. And we will continue tomorrow when we begin a new epistle, Epistle 14, and I'll speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.